There's nothing to sync to that. <laughs> but I did it. Yeah, true. I'm gonna do this. Now we can do this. Yeah. Cause there's no, there's no video in this episode. So I could just be like, hey, random lighter flick. Nobody knows what's happening. You know? I'm lighting, <laughs> uh, could be lighting a candle. Yes. You don't know, it's audio only. It's a nice candle you've got there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. That is a... It's a crackly candle. Ooh, it, the scent comes off of it quick. It's actually like one of those uh, one of those fire logs. Oh, okay. Like an incense in. stick, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a mix between an incense and one of those like burn forever logs that you get at the grocery store. That's okay. like a little cube. Yeah. And it's like a... <laughs> You know, it's like Duraflame yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeps it lit. Yeah. We keep it lit. We like to keep it lit here. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. Welcome. My name is Mikey Booyah, and I am joined by William Waffles. William Waffles. And we are in a new location. The new new. A mystery location. Yeah. Which will be unveiled next week on the podcast. Brand new video version. Brand new location. When y'all can see us again. Mm-hmm. But right now it's audio only, so you might be looking at... Just, I don't know what I'm going to put as the image or the video. Probably find something cool to loop. Maybe just a fire. That'd be kind of nifty. <laughs> <laughs> just fire. I could just loop the video of the smoke coming out of the window at Rogue Media. You have that? I mean, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> a bunch of people posted it and like... Uh, I didn't see that. There's a bunch of posts on Facebook and shit. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So... For people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Rogue Media 805, the uh, the multimedia production company yeah. that we are in every week that you see, you know, uh, instruments, knickknacks, the, the desk. The desk, the artwork, the... <coughs> the lights. There's LED lights. Yeah. All this stuff that you see in the background of the podcast. Well, there was a fire... In that building, thank God we didn't start the fire. That's very good. You know the classics. Huh? Yes, we didn't start the fire. No, it was, it was always, always burning. burning. The world's burning. burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we would play it. That's right as much of the song that we can play, anyways. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to. And I think singing that probably broke some copyright law. Whatever. Just because we sung it so well. But uh. Uh, so there was a fire, not in our unit, but right downstairs from us. I mean, yeah. Within what, our unit. Yeah. What could be worse than a fire in your, mm-hmm. in your actual like room, a fire underneath your room. Yeah. True. <laughs> and this, uh, you know, luckily was because I was there the night before. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, fuck, I left something on. I did some stupid move. Some stupid stoner move that burned this whole place down and ruined our dreams for everyone. Because <clears throat> what happened was, I was just chilling, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> on the couch, <laughs> on the couch. You know, and not playing no b-ball. No, outside of a school, what am I a predator? <laughs> right. Why do I do that? Uh, I was on. I was on my couch watching to catch a predator. <laughs> oh, have you seen Chris Hansen's new show? It's called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. Are you fucking serious? Dude. Th- okay, sidebar real quick. We'll get back to the story in a minute. <laughs> this show, they, this is what they do. They get a motel room. 
Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Already you're like, oh, no. Motel room. They get a motel room, right? Yeah. They have this kid staying at the motel room. Okay. They have the predator come to the motel room. Okay. There's the kid inside the door. They're like, come in. Come in. Let's have sex. And (sighs) predator's outside in the parking lot all thinking about it. And inside of, you see like the camera inside the room and there's the kid that's like peeking out the door with the door cracked. Yeah. And then behind the door, there's two cops. On the other side, underneath the window, there's three cops. Behind the bed, two cops. They're all just like in there waiting. (laughs) Fucking like burglars. They're all dressed in black and shit. And they get the predator to come in. And once he walks into the room, they immediately grab him. Yeah. Arrest him. Read him his rights. So it's like backwards. Yeah. So they do the, hey, you're busted. This is what you're being charged for. And then after they do all that, they sit him down on the bed and they all leave. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And you fucking know what happens next, dude. Dude, does he come out of the bathroom? Hansen comes out of the bathroom. That's exactly what he does. (laughs) Chris Hansen comes out of the bathroom. And he sits on the other bed. Oh, no. (laughs) Right across from him. And he does the interview post-arrest. There's a whole new thing. Have a seat with Chris Hansen. It's the greatest fucking show. (laughs) Comes out of the bathroom. (laughs) He's just lurking in the bathroom. Or jerking or pooping. Nobody knows. Just taking a good old duke right before the interview. Yeah. That'll be like how they have uh, have 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Yeah. Or like happily ever after, that'll be the spinoff of Have a Seat with Chris Hansen, which will be Have a Seat before you have a seat with Chris Hansen. I'm Chris, ha- I'm Chris Hansen taking a seat. Yeah, taking a seat on the toilet, possibly. What am I doing? And you get to learn all the backstage stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that shit is lit. That fire was nothing compared to how lit Chris Hansen's new show is. And he looks like he's about 95 years old. Oh, no. And he dropped it on his YouTube. This isn't like a Netflix show or anything like that. Cool. This is like YouTube? This is raw on Chris Hansen's YouTube. Nice. He's like going to police departments like, all right, let's Mm -hmm. bust some Predos. I'm getting a call from Dirty Charlie. Oh. For real? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's actually answer this. What up? Oh, I'll end it. I didn't answer it in time. Oh, well. Last second. Well, hey, Charlie. Uh, Yeah, dude, you heard right. The studio burnt down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dog. Yes, uh, Okay, so. Okay, so that's cheese, bro. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay, so. Which is organic cheese. Yeah. So, organic cheese. The fire started downstairs. Luckily, it was, uh, I mean, out of our control. It was an outdoor power unit that had been installed inside years ago. And, I mean, there's no way that that the owner of the building, he's not an electrician. So, there's no way that he would know that that was wrong or that it needs to be fixed. If he got the okay... From the dude who sold it to him. Everything's good. Here's all the right paperwork and shit. So that ended up going bad. <clears throat> fried out. The Everything went up through all the electrical 
all the plugs were like all black. And the power surged. <clears throat> yeah, and the fire started downstairs. And that if you've ever been to the studio, when you go into the bay where all of the, you know, uh, landscaping stuff is. Yeah. And then you go and turn to go up the stairs. Well, you can go straight. And then there's that little tiny room that has like a fridge in it, a poster of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen <laughs> yeah. when they were like 14. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dude. That shit's suspect, but it's gone. It burned up. Yeah. Good. So the fire started in there. I was chilling. I, I was chilling, maxing, relaxing, all cool on the couch. On the couch. And Matt calls uh, Raven. I don't know why it's he must have just like freaked out or whatever. Or well, I mean, he's my he, call. He is he he is now a fireman. Yeah. So like, isn't this his wheelhouse? Yeah. So he knew that he needed. Actually, it made sense because. He knew that Raven and I were together yeah. and that he could call Raven, say, hey, is Mikey with you? There's a fire at the address that is the studio. Yeah. And I could pull it up on my phone. I wasn't on the phone with him. Yeah. So I could pull up the camera immediately and didn't have to be like, okay, let me see. Let me get, hold on. Let me back out. Close this. Like, Do you have any of that recorded? No. <clears throat> well, it is on the box. We have we actually have everything recorded. So once we get that, will be crazy. Yeah, we just need to watch uh, the footage. We just need the cord for it. Basic like twelve volt cord. We just left it there. It may all pop as soon as the the original box did. Yeah. So, so I pulled up the camera as soon as he was like, "Hey, I just got a notification on my yeah. fire app because I'm a fireman now that uh, there's a fire at eight twenty five Riverside." So I pull up the thing and I look at the indoor camera and it's just smoke. It's just white. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, 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 oh no. <laughs> oh God, no. And then I switch over to the camera that's at the top of the stairs that's looking down into like the bay. You yeah. Know? That's all smoky too. Oh shit, dude. So then I switch to the outside camera that's looking at the door yeah, yeah and there's like three firemen out there there's cops out there the dude downstairs is out there he's like pointing up at our window there's fucking all this hustle and bustle dude's got the uh bolt cutters he's trying to cut the lock but it's one of those round locks that you can't yeah. cut with bolt cutters yep, yep, yep. so they ended up having to saw through the door with the fucking jaws of life. They cut a giant opening out of the roll-up door. And it took them like 45 minutes to get inside. And I thought, still at that point, I was like, okay, well, we started the fight. Could you have gotten there in time to have them not cut through the door? Uh, see, that's what, <laughs> see, that's where it gets weird, okay? Because we almost went there. And if that fire would have started when we were there, because we were here in Tascadero, went to third base to go get lunch. Yeah. And we always, like when we're in Paso and like just got food to go or something, we'll just go dip over to the studio, go in, watch yeah. some, watch some Hulu or something. But I didn't have my computer to plug into the TV to watch it. So we would just really just have a place to sit and eat 
So we ended up eating in the car, just parked somewhere and ate, and then went home. But if we would have gone there, we would have eaten, we would have hung out, we would have gotten sucked into some show, we would have rolled a couple blunts. We would have been there when the fire started. And the stairs would have been engulfed in flames, so we wouldn't have been able to get out. But the door would have been open. So they wouldn't have had to cut through the lock. As soon as they got there, they could have came in and put it out. Yeah, but did, did, didn't something happen to the uh, the AC? Yeah, but that might never have caught on fire because everything wasn't so enclosed. You know, because everything was closed up. I think that, like, the fire... You ever seen Backdrafts with Kurt Russell? Yeah. The fire backdrafted. There was no air to feed it or whatever. But yeah. if there's air in an opening, then all the smoke would be piling out the open door. Yeah, right. It would kind of, like... It I was going out the vented window in the stew. It probably, yeah. With the fan that, that, that just has that fan in it? It probably would have done more damage to the building. That probably gave mm-hmm. the fire a route to go out through us mm-hmm. instead of burning the whole fucking building down. Yeah. If it had all that air. But I'm not a firefighter. Well, Max. that room that room is in the middle of the building. Yeah. It's not on the end or a side of it. That room where it started is in the like center of yeah. the building. And I imagine if it had a bunch of air and opening to feed it, that it just would have burnt everywhere instead of out right. our window. But, uh, yeah, so it's weird, like a whole, because we could have been there and we could have got stuck in that and we could have been breathing that smoke. Like we could have died easy. Yeah, yeah. And because all the equipment downstairs, yeah. all the drywall. It's, and it's like, how terrifying would that have been to be in that fire and not be able to leave and just have to like wait it out? And we would have been fine because it didn't end up burning up there. <clears throat> but would we have been like, how long would we have been breathing that shit? You right. Know? <clears throat> but then the door would have been open. So how different would the scenario be? It's like such a butterfly effect. See, in my opinion, it would have burned a lot harder and quicker because of the oxygen flow. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, it was a trip, man. We escaped it. I mean, everybody did. Anybody could have had a session that day, yeah. you know? And, uh, it's crazy. And it was totally out of <coughs> control. Shit burned. Luckily, upstairs, the fire didn't really get up there. It was all just water and smoke damage. Because a water pipe burst... Uh, they were spraying the hose through the window and you know uh, everything it was crazy it was crazy being in there and like just mud and drywall and shit because they poked holes in the ceiling from the attic yep because they had to drain the water out and uh, there's just water over everything all the chairs were all like turned over and shit and it was like it was crazy fuck it was weird me and Nick sat in it for a second after like we had pulled most of the stuff out and it was like a very surreal moment it was a trip like all the time and money and energy and shit yeah but Ty put it best he said that there's one thing in the studio that the fire can't burn and that's cherished moments and memories with friends Fucking tie, dude. He's right. He's <laughs> he's very right. As stupid and cheesy and Disney that is. He's right. He's 100% right. And uh, 
You know, I mean, I spent the first leg of my honeymoon in the stew. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. And it's crazy that, like, uh, the studio came about in, like, the perfect time of my life. To where, like, I needed it more than ever. Right. And then it got me through all of these times in my life. And then, like, it's just gone. (laughs) But one thing is that it's definitely not gone forever. Because good news time. You ready to flip it? All right, flip it, flip it. Good news. Most of the stuff is on the far end of the room. Yes. The water pipe burst over here. The hose was going in the window over here. Everything else is like 20 feet away. All 30 the, feet away. The important. All the important stuff. It's all elevated. It's all in racks and stuff. And for the most part, all that stuff is fine. There's a couple things that are wet, but it's things that <clears throat> we don't ever use anyway that are kind of just for show. Yeah. So all the important stuff looks like it's fine. We're not going to know what works and what doesn't until we start plugging shit in. Which you want to give a while. Yeah, we're giving it time to air out and dry, mm-hmm. and we opened everything up and shit. But uh, I'm actually going, after we do this, I'm going out there to go help them go through the bucket of cords. And then luckily we have a tester so we can test everything, get rid of everything that doesn't work, keep everything that does. Nice. And then uh, we'll rebuild it better. Bigger, stronger, yeah, faster, like the fucking glorious phoenix. Mm-hmm. So harder. So most of that stuff is good. Uh, I mean, insurance obviously, yeah, is a thing. And best case scenario is within a couple months, once everything's cleared and the buildings open back up again, <clears throat> the owner. Uh, he said he already said that he's his plan is to repair everything. Yeah. He was like, I'm just gonna redo the framing, redo the drywall. I wanna repair the building and yeah. I want the people who were there back in is what he's kinda saying. Yeah, exactly. He wants to fix what had happened. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then we'll be back up and running in what, like probably three, four months, something like that. At most. And, yeah, that's giving me extra time so I don't start promising people shit. (laughs) Right, right. And getting upset. So, you know, the first quarter of 2021, somewhere in there, we'll be back open, same spot, everything good. If for whatever reason, that location, you know, the guy's going to sell it or, you know, for whatever reason. Whatever reason, things happen. Then we are... Already looking into finding new places, and that's going to be doable for sure. We'll be oh, able yeah. to get a new place, maybe even like a dope commercial place that has like a storefront that people can come in the front door instead of having to do the secret entrance that we have, which is cool. I, mean, I appreciate I, it. I, I love I, it. I really like the like tucked away, yeah, sort of aspect of it because you feel like to, to get to the stew. I remember the first time. I went there and it was already established. And at this point we did podcasts via video and Skype and shit. So I had a feel kind of what it was like in there, but I was never in there. Yeah. So to pull my car up into the parking lot and go through the gate. Oh man. 
You walk back the little, like, alleyway area. You know, it's all industrial everywhere. You roll that door open. <coughs> and you're expecting, like, okay, nah. <laughs> it's, like, a whole bunch of, uh, like, lawnmowers, lawnmowers and, shit. and shit. And there's, like... Some weird room down here with a pool table that barely fits in it, which yeah. is gone at this point, I'm sure. Yeah. And and the staircase. So you, you know, walk the staircase up and there's another door and you open it and then boom, there you are in the stew. Like it was a completely different environment. It it was a trip because you go through all of this like stuff and shit to kind of get there. Yeah. It's like a small journey all on its own. It takes, you know, if you're with somebody who's unlocking the doors and opening the gates, it takes about five minutes to get in. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you just walk 20 yards and you're in there. Yeah, you're right. That's so cool. Yeah, it was like... It's like a whole thing. It's like a whole, like, you got to knock three times. There's a secret entrance. There's a brick that you got to pull. Well, I remember going in there my first time by myself with the codes and everything. Mm. And still, it took me a minute... Because, like, I didn't know how to line up the lock. And, yeah. You know, like, I'm all super geeked about it because it's my first time going in by myself. So I'm, like, stoked. And then I get that one open. And, yeah. And then I get the... And it was weird because the first time I was there to open it, um, one of the lawn care dudes showed up right after I opened the gate. And... I'm, like, standing there, and he's, like, looking at me weird. He's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and I'm like, I can open the door if you want me to, dude. And he's like, no, I got it, and opened the door, and he took his thing and left, and went upstairs and opened the door and, like, turned everything on, and, you know, so, like, where it was was a lot of what it was to me. Yeah. You know? It's not a storefront you pull up to and get out, and everybody knows what it is right there. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was special. Yeah. It definitely, and I hope that we can keep that. And you know, it's looking like that's gonna be like a very realistic possibility. That the equipment's gonna be fine. I mean, it's all shit that's like easily replaceable, like you know the couches, which were all fucked up anyway. Like we can get new couches, and we can get right. another table. And we could build that whole console with the racks in it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul built that. Raul, thank you for your service. Yeah. With the thing and in the military. But uh, he built that rack and that's all fucked up now. And he was like, we'll just build a, a new rack. Yeah. And then I showed him one that I had seen online, mm-hmm. which has like this cool like uh, – so there's like a flat desk area. You know how ours was like kind of leaned up a little bit? Mm-hmm. So it's like that with like a little bit of angle for all the mixing consoles and stuff. And then there's another like box unit that you could put the monitors in. So instead of having the monitors be like TVs that are on shelves, have them be actually sitting in a box unit. So it's a big like console. Yeah. Looks like you're driving a spaceship. And everything's all built in in there. That'd be dank. And we can get big ass touch screens for like a couple hundred bucks. Oh yeah, dude. And fucking be able to touch shit and trim shit. Well, the computer we have at home we use is this big. Yeah. It's touch screen, and there's no like tower. 
Yeah. The computer's all there. It's just in the screen. Mm-hmm. It's not super powerful, but I mean, you can hook it up to the other ones or run your programs <clears throat> on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. We could take that and fucking pop that right in the hole. Cut mm-hmm. a hole that measures for it. Boom. Those are a couple hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. And they're each an individual computer, not just a screen. So when we do get back, it's going to be better. It's nothing but better. Yeah. And then, uh, I love that podcast table though. And I don't know how that's going to be. It might not be bad because it didn't really look like it got wet and it looked just like dirty and like smoky and ashy and shit. But there was no fire on it. There was no water on it. So the wood shouldn't like warp really yeah. bad. So I think that table will be all right. And that might actually be cool to save that and have that be like one of the original pieces of furniture in the place. Because we're going to have right. to get rid of all those chairs and shit. Yeah. And then uh, if we can have that, then I think that there also are benefits of having somewhat of a storefront. Have it there like is. blacked out windows, like a tattoo parlor kind of, oh, yeah. and just have the door locked all the time, and just fucking, but just be in everyone's face and yeah. be like, "Yo, we're here." Like, That'd be pretty dank. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not downplaying that at yeah. all. But there is a lot of it. It is special the location. Yeah. That we have. And I'm glad that it didn't all burn down. Like there's still uh, there's still a lot of promise for us opening back up in the same location. Yeah. But no matter what, we're opening back up. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's a day later and we're still putting out a podcast. Yeah. And so, this new video setup is going to be dope. Yeah, it is. I'm excited about I it. Feel, I feel like it's going to be pretty dope. Does it look kind of cool? Do it look, will it look cool after these boxes are covered up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll look dank, dude. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, do I look cool, dude? Do I look cool? But uh, Hey, looking cool is important, man. Yeah, you're right. It is. So is. I'm trying to teach that to my seven-year-old. Yeah. He's like this ball of like goofball, like he's seven. I get it. He's a goofy kid. He has all this like weird energy, but he doesn't have this like aspect of cool about him. And we're really working on that. It's like, hey, you could be, you could be, you know, all crazy today or you could be like cool stone. Like just be a little chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go and run through the field, have fun. But like when you're in the house... You're not running through a field having fun. Like, chill out. Yeah. So, be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, cool, be man. cool. Gotta be cool. Yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. Uh, You'll get it someday, too. Yeah, one day. <laughs> You'll look cool someday. Hopefully next week. Yeah. Hopefully next <laughs> That's week. That's the point, right? Cool. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was crazy, man. It was a crazy uh, day. Crazy day. Yesterday. Right? I could imagine. But... Uh, I mean, 2020 is a crazy year. Dude, 2020, right? So if, if it's going to happen at any time, it's right now. And I don't want to say, I keep trying to stop myself from saying like, what a way to wrap up 2020 because it's yeah. not over. Dude. Yeah, no, nah, dude. There's almost nah. two months left. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, we can't do that. We can't even come close yet. Yeah. I mean, because every month in this year has literally been... It's had its own thing. Yeah, it has. And it if it hasn't had its own thing, like, socially, it's had its own thing personally, mm-hmm. or its own thing personally to somebody you know very close. Like, 2020, and even, like, half of 2019 was not really good. So. Yeah. You're right. 
I mean, I guess that kind of got us ready for it. Yeah, we shouldn't have a lot of hopes for 2021 either, to be honest. I'm trying to find my notes. Your notes? Oh, they're there. Oh, yeah, because you, yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, first, um, if you would like to support us, we might be starting like a GoFundMe or something to try to help with replacing like any of the cords and damaged equipment. Lost right. equipment, lost gear. Yeah. And, uh,. <laughs> See, we both burping for no reason, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? And uh, so if you want to help us out with that, we'll be sharing a link yep. when we do make that. But until then, we do have new merch that dropped. Oh, yeah. Some new merch. Kid support. And that is uh, that artwork that uh, was done by Brian's Faces on Instagram. Yeah. And he's this artist who drew me like a few years ago. He was doing this thing, and he was all, like, doing daily drawings. He does a daily drawing of someone's face. That's cool. And just, like, hand done. Good for good good to keep your skill up. <clears throat> yeah. And it was, like, celebrities or whatever who's in the news or pop culture. Yeah. And then he would be like, if you have any requests of people that you want me to draw, or if you want me to draw you, hit me up. So I hit him up, and I was like, hey, draw me. And he was like, send me some pictures. Yeah. So I sent him the pictures. He sends me these drawings that uh, were very crude, like, <laughs> not crude, like, like vulgar or whatever, but yeah. crude drawings. Yeah. Like, they were like real sketchy. Rough. Real rough drawings. Yeah. But still looked like me. It still had like all my features in it. And I was like, oh, damn, that's a trip. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And... Didn't really think anything of it, you know, whatever. Followed him, shared the thing. And then a few years go by, and he just comes across my feed one day, out of nowhere. And he's like, hey, daily drawing, still doing daily drawings. Here's my drawing that I did. And it was lit. It looked dope. He yeah. switched to, like, this whole graphics art thing. And then I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. So I went to his page. Saw all of his recent stuff was crazy. Yeah. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, uh, you drew me. Here's the picture. Or it was already in our messages. Yeah. And I was all like, uh, I just saw your stuff and it's great. And I do want to draw me again. If you could, I'd like an updated one. <laughs> draw me. Draw me, please. <laughs> draw like, draw me down. like one of your French girls. Yeah, and I laid down on my Please, sir. Draw me one more time. <laughs> it made me feel so special the first time. <laughs> Yeah. See how I keep it Did close you read to my people? messages? Are you Brian's faces? I love to post it to people. I'm like, look at what this cool dude did for me. <laughs> That'd be cool if you were Brian's faces. Uh, no. Nah. So, yeah. My seven-year-old son is. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm all finger-gunning like there's a camera somewhere. Man, I'm, I know. There's no way to shoot it. No. Uh, now that I think about it, I've, I haven't seen Brian's face. So he could really be anyone. Well, that's Brian the dog. Could be from the Family Guy. Yeah, what a fucking dude. From the Family's Guy. He, he watch. He listens to the podcast. He fucking puts out a self portrait of Brian. He's like, "This is me." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so I hit up Brian. Yeah. And I was like, "Draw this. Draw me again, please." And I sent him like ten pictures. Yeah. And then uh, I sent him the picture that was. That I use for the rebound artwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and then rebound available now on Spotify and all digital streaming services and places. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so I used that picture. That's mm-hmm. the one that he picked. Drew me. It came out so dope. Mm-hmm. So good. I was stoked on it. Then I asked him, I was like, hey, can I use this for like merch and shit? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's a picture of you, whatever. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So I got it. Uh, put it on a bunch of shirts, uh, hoodies, long sleeve shirts, yeah, bunch Win- of wintery stuff. Winter wear, winter wear, winter wear. Winter's coming, motherfuckers. So get prepared, a, yeah, and get your winter wear, winter wear. And uh, these hoodies are like thirty five bucks, which is the cheapest that you'll ever find a hoodie ever. They're pretty cheap for a hoodie, and we could add our own. We add our own like surcharge on it. Yeah. So that we, and that's why hoodies are 50 bucks when mm-hmm. you buy it online mm-hmm. because it's 35 bucks plus they add their $15 charge so they can make their $15. Yeah. So we got it made for 30. We added 499. So we're making five bucks off yeah. every one. We yeah. ain't making money. Yeah. And we're giving you an affordable hoodie. Oh, a nice hoodie. Yeah. And it's nice. Mm-hmm. We got two different types up there and they're both the, the color, color block. And shit. Yep. 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 So uh, that is, I forget the site, but it'll be in the description. Wherever yeah. you're listening to this or watching this, it's in the description. Go to our page. You'll find it. So new merch. Go get the merch. Uh, let's see. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, Xbox. You became an Xbox ambassador. I did. I did. <laughs> you said Xbox and like my soul dropped. Yeah, you've... <clears throat> So you had this whole fiasco with Xbox. Okay, so, you know, last time we spoke, um, we did uh, an Xbox episode where we talked about the new console and some games we're stoked about. Um, I decided to be a smarter gamer and wait a few months to pick up a console. Mm. Not that I'm hearing a bunch of bad shit about it. I just, I want them to work out some bugs and stuff. So I, I forgave trying to grab a console on drop day. Uh, not a big deal, though, because my my pre-ordered Assassin's Creed game is coming in on drop day. Mm-hmm. So I'll have something to do. I won't feel left out, you know. Yeah. Um, they send it the day before, <coughs> and then it says it's not getting here until Saturday at 9 p.m. So I'm not going to be able to play my game until Monday. What? So... Xbox, <laughs> when you said that, made me very upset in the moment. Like, I can't do anything. Yeah. Part of it's Walmart. Mm. Walmart, I pre-ordered this game months ago. Through Walmart? Through Walmart. How can you... You said it was going to be here on the 10th. Yeah, like, that's supposed to be the thing. And then you send it off thing. on the fucking 9th? Like, what the fuck? That's supposed to be the thing is that you get it at your door on the day right, that it comes right. out. And, and the couple of Facebook pages I follow, motherfuckers are walking into stores buying them. Do you know how upset I was yesterday? <laughs> I'm like, all I want to do is play my game. And everybody's yeah. like, everybody's like, bro, it's just a game. I'm like, you don't get it. Yeah. I've if, given up other shit. If you say it's just a game, you obviously don't get it. Right. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped about it. I've been geeked about it for months. Like, my wife considers it robot talk anytime I mention the game. Because we're sitting there watching cops and all of a sudden I'm all like, oh, this happens and you can do this and that's going to happen. And she's all like, Where's that coming from? I'm like, I'm deep in articles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm way deep. I'm in so it. deep. I know all the news. I'm, I'm pr- like all this shit. And 
here I am, not getting to play it until a week later. Everybody's already mm-hmm. deep into the game. A day late. I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll get into it when I do. Fuck. So, <laughs> so you were angry. Yes. You uh, you took this up with the parent company, which is Microsoft. Well, secondary. First, I dealt with Walmart. Yeah. I got cut on the price on the game. They sent me gift cards. I demanded a digital copy code, but they couldn't per- provide that for me. <laughs> yeah, they sell that. They sell them in the store. Right, right. Cancel the order. Or have your disc returned. You don't care about that. Give me the digital yeah, code. Yeah, they can turn it around if it's not at your house yet. They can turn it around. Right, but no, they ain't doing that. So, whatever, right? Yeah. So that happens. And then I, uh, and then out of anger, I hit up the CEO of uh, Microsoft. <laughs> The CEO of Microsoft. Yeah, I look up his fucking email. Did you get a response from that guy? Not yet. <laughs> I don't know if I will. But uh, heavy lit if you did. But like I told him, like check it out, dude. Like I see, I see all these people. You know, some super famous, some not famous at all, getting free systems. Like even ahead of fucking launch, like a month ahead of launch. Yeah. Like. I've been a fan forever. Like, I spent a lot of money with Microsoft. I've spent a lot of money with Xbox over the years. Um, I have a fucking podcast. Like, where's my free Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now you have a little bit more leverage in that argument because you are an Xbox ambassador. Yes. Yes. I uh, asked somebody at Xbox. <laughs> How do I get a free console and why do other people do it? And a lot of it has to do with first becoming an Xbox ambassador, which allows you, you're kind of like volunteering for Xbox yeah. at like a low, low level. But then you gain like points and ranking levels and yeah. shit, just like anything else on Xbox. Correct. Within that ambassador thing. And then you get the clout to be able to demand things. And that's where the influence of the podcast becomes more accessible. Yeah. Because, say, on the episode where we reviewed the Xbox X, we could have had Xbox tagged in that. Yeah. So, I mean, we can go back and tag them in there at this point now. Mm. And it's bringing notice that I'm part of the volunteer group. Yeah. This is the kind of shit we do on our own time. Give yeah, me an Xbox. Yeah, we can tag <laughs> this one, Xbox Ambassador, and like all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's pretty cool being an Xbox Ambassador. It's <clears throat> basically you just making games fun. Play games, uh, read articles, make sure if somebody asks a question online and you're like there volunteering your time, answer mm-hmm. it. Help them. Like the guy I talked to was like, I could tell I was talking to a real gamer. Yeah. You know, and that was like, well... He's like, dude, I wish it was just that simple, dude. But that's like, what, this is what like. you need to do. These are the steps and you'll get good deals. Yeah. You'll get like promotional stuff. And, you know, if your influence is this way and you have, you know, other outlets in which you're promoting yourself, then yeah, those kind of avenues are possible. Yeah. So. And people also, there's probably a lot of fan sharing in that community too. Yeah. People that like do any sort of content can be like, hey, I'll put you on my thing. You put yep. me on your thing. And then uh, also, uh, oh, fuck, I was going to say something and it's gone, dude. I'm sorry, dude. That means I'm high. Bravo, dude, bravo. That means I'm high. But uh, yeah, that's dope. The uh, Xbox ambassador thing because you can build up mm-hmm. that that influence and then become a yeah 
become a guy that the CEO would respond to his emails. Right. Yeah. Not just some crazy fan who's like, man, I don't ever get a shit from you guys. Give me my shit. Let me get a free Xbox. Give me my free. Watch me do some cool shit with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got a smartphone. I'll make content. Right. Uh, Yeah, but that's dope. And I'm sorry that you have to wait. (laughs) I'm sorry that we brought it up. It's booty, but it is what it is. I'm an adult. I can deal with shit. Yeah. So, uh, throws table. Uh, I remember I told you that I had one thing on my list. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. It's not that big of a deal. Well, you made it feel like a big deal. I know I did, but that's why. Okay, look. I heard this song. Okay. Okay, you heard a song. I heard someone do a karaoke of a song. Okay. And it was so bad, but so good. And I said, I was like, uh, they're singing this song like all weird. What does the real song sound like? Right? Okay. So I found the real song. I typed in, you know, a piece of the lyrics. I find the real song. Okay. Which is a song by Kanye West. All right. I listened to it. It sounds exactly like this made up version that I thought was a goof. Okay. This goof was actually a serious cover of this Kanye song. Okay. And so I listened to it, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it was, like, kind of cool. Once I realized that this is how he actually sang it. Just, like, it was just a better produced version. Okay. Then uh, the verse was, like, funny. And it's, like, one of his, like, newer weird albums when he was, like, extra crazy. Okay. But I don't really follow any of the Kanye stuff. I, know, I just know, I don't know anything Kanye. about. Yeah, I just know who he is and that he was running for vice president yeah. for the Freedom Party. <laughs> the most I know, I mean, I know that you know he married into the Kardashians, the stuff that everybody else yeah. knows. I know he's fat and old. And he doesn't look like himself. Yeah, I know he's unstable now. Yeah, and I've heard people say, "Oh yeah, Kanye used to be dope. His old stuff's good, and he's a producer and he made cool beats." And then I don't know if you've ever heard of the Through the Wire. No. Which is where he got, like, uh, in a car accident or something, and they wired his jaw shut, and then he recorded a song with his jaw wired okay, yeah, shut. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never heard it. Yeah, I've heard of it, but never heard it. Yeah, yeah. Then we've all heard Kanye West on American Dad. <laughs> yes. You and me. Anytime that Kenny West appears on the uh-huh, show, uh-huh. that's Kanye. Yeah. And all the raps that he does are his raps. Yep. So, I'm showing people this song, right? Yeah. I show Josh the song. I showed Matt the song. Everybody's like, yeah, this song's actually pretty lit. Uh, I showed Ty the song. Mm-hmm. And Ty's like, yeah, I mean, I know. And he was like... <laughs> of course Ty knows. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Kanye's dope. Like, his old stuff was the shit. And yeah. I was like, yeah, everybody says that. And he was like, you should listen to it. You should listen to Late Registration and then the, his first album, okay. Graduation or whatever. And uh, so... I started listening to it. I like Kanye now. <laughs> oh, God, dude. <laughs> My guy. See, that's why I wanted to wait to, to say it. Uh, <laughs> you like Kanye West, bro? I mean, no. Like, I definitely... I still have... I still feel the same about him. Like, he's insane. And he's uh, <laughs> he's a very crazy person. But I never really... Anytime that I heard his music, it was oh, Gold God. Digger. Yeah. 
or whatever and I would always be like fucking stupid ass Kanye what a joke or I would hear his like he has like 10 albums that are in this new weird era of experimental stuff that sounds weird and I'm not saying any of that's good but I also haven't listened to any of it but I'm about to I'm about to (laughs) listen to all of Kanye no and I'm gonna see which one I like because late registration is a good album dude say what you want his he somehow went from being the most relatable dude to being the most outlandish person in the world. And I judge him off of how I know him now. Money makes motherfuckers crazy, dude. Yeah, I know. And I <laughs> I want to follow the timeline of like the downfall just because I missed out on it because I never gave Kanye a chance. You know what I mean? So now that I listen to his old stuff and I agree that it is good rap, it's actual good songs that are relatable that you listen to and you're like, fuck, I feel that. Like, I relate to what you're saying right now. Like, that, I've lived that. Like, it's all about, it's all, it's all about everything. It's all about my life, dude. <laughs> Kanye is my life. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said that, dude. I know, but I didn't. We don't have the equipment to edit that out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say right now that. Early Kanye is good, and I'm going to continue through Man. the discography All right. and see what happens. All right. I can't say Kanye is the greatest artist ever. He's definitely not that. There's way better rappers than him. It's Are like, you sure? I mean, he might be... He see, look at be, you. Look at <laughs> you over there. Dude, what the fuck, bro? He might be number one, okay? <laughs> I don't know, though. I haven't listened to everything. Watch, you're going to be fucking fascinated with this man. Here, I'm going to show you this. You're going to love all of his music. I'm going to show you this. All right. This is what we'll go out on. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see here. Kanye West. Huh? Things are going to be up for election next next term, too? Uh, Yeah. I wanted to be vice president. I'm going to be vice president. 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 You think Trump's going to run? Vice president. President. See, that's his next song. Vice president. No, Trump can't run again. Yeah, he can. I'm pretty sure he can't. Yeah, you so Oh yeah, I've heard this song. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> This is a song. And then I was like, this is actually kind of a good song. Like, the chorus is okay. Beats dope, hooks dope, the verses are good. He was like, I could have Naomi Campbell and still might want me a Stormy Daniels. I I have recently kind of been enjoying uh, Black Eyed Peas. Oh, yeah. Or, or Will I Am. Oh, yeah. He's got, they've got this song... Where they like rip off all of the Indian film industry. You know anything about Indian films? Yeah, like Bollywood. Yeah, like the out not not like the dancing part yeah, of yeah. it, but like the outlandish like chase scenes yeah. or like shoot 'em up scenes. <laughs> so he like takes actual footage from all of these films and superimposes its face. Oh yeah. While he's rapping the song onto the character. <laughs> The song is kind of lit, and then the video, you're just like, the fuck am I watching here? It's like, uh, what was that movie, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist? Do you remember that? I never watched that. With the fighting cow? Yeah, with the fighting cow. I could never watch it. Okay. Uh, 
it was lit because <laughs> what happened was this guy uh, bought the rights to this old movie. Okay. This old kung fu movie. And then spent all the money superimposing his face onto the... Well, he put his, his face and body. Sometimes yeah. he just did faces, but... He did him in the role of this guy, the main character of the movie, got him out of all the scenes and put himself in there. And it looked real. It looked like he was in, like, it looked like he was. Was that like the dude from John's video who superimposed his face onto all the movie cases? (laughs) Here, let's see if I could actually find uh, Kung Pao. Now, see, I never knew it was shot like that. I didn't I didn't know that. Now, see, that makes me interested in the film. They have a like side by side, I think. Crazy. Yeah, there we go. Side by side. Okay, yeah, I'm used to seeing that. Fighting cow. Oh, here it is. In a time of extraordinary legends. You know what? Before we do this, what? Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Ah. Uh, so we don't have any video or anything, but we don't. Gonna, that's right. We'll stop this and then we're going to watch this. Word. Everybody go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, peace. Peace. We love you. Um, and we'll uh, we'll get through it. Yeah. 2020. We'll get through it. 2020. <laughs> we'll get through it. Natural Habitat Recordings.